0: Welcome to Illumination by Modern Campus. Through this series, we speak to higher education thought leaders about the trends, ideas, and opportunities that are shaping the future of this industry, and pick their brains for best practices and advice that leaders can apply to their own institutions. On today's episode, Evolution Editor-in-Chief and Illumination host Amr Alawalia is joined by Don Tracy, the Director of Corporate and Community Education for the Continuing Education Division at Austin Community College. Don is the incoming president of the National Council for Continuing Education and Training. The two discuss how professional development has evolved since the start of the pandemic and how NCCET can help modern institutions expand their continuing ed footprint.
1: Well, Don, welcome back to the Illumination Podcast. It's great to be chatting with you again. Absolutely. I'm glad to be with you. Now, the, the last time we spoke, and for folks who, who have been listening to the podcast for some time, uh, we were uh, in your hometown of Austin at uh, the mm-hmm. conference uh, that NSET mm-hmm. was hosting. How have mm-hmm. the last few months gone for you? You've uh, recently stepped into the presidency role at NSET.
2: I have. I have. I've um, I've been serving on the, the board for uh, NCCPT since uh, 2017, so I've been on the board for a few years, and um, you know I feel... Uh, honored to be selected by my colleagues to to step into the presidency role. Our uh, our immediate past president Howard Drake he he led us uh, well and faithfully through the the last couple of years. When of course it's been really a, a challenging time, and so I'm really looking forward to uh, taking over the helm and and uh, working with our colleagues around the country to to really establish. Um, you know, a, a, an association that that supports our members in the way that, that that's really going to be valuable to them, and you know, really, it, you know, takes I think advantage of the opportunity we have right now to to demonstrate the role that uh, our continuing education, adult education, workforce development uh, divisions around the country play in the in the life of our colleges and the communities our colleges serve.
1: Absolutely, and you know, it's it's interesting uh, when you think about the last few years for, for us professional associations, especially, I mean, in the higher ed space, we're so, we're so oriented towards sort of in-person conferences. We're oriented around, you know, sort of annual or maybe biannual meetings where, where, you know, we all get together in in one place. And obviously, you know, we, we had to shift a little bit in the way that we think and the way that we work. Um, How, how was the pandemic for NCCET? I mean, how, how did you guys weather the storm?
2: Um, you know, overall, I think we we did pretty well. And and here's the thing: um, uh, those of us that are that are uh, serve on the board here at NCCET and our membership, um, we have uh, folks that represent the continuing education and workforce development, adult education divisions around the country, and and we happen to be the most flexible, generally speaking, in our in our colleges. And so we're used to having some degree of ambiguity and uncertainty in our work. And so we certainly were faced with that during the, uh, during the pandemic. And so I I think because we naturally operate in a little bit more flexible mode, uh, we were, we were able to weather it pretty well. Uh, We were able to pivot. Um, There weren't, you know, it wasn't without some challenges, but we were able to pivot. And uh, from a association standpoint, we were still able to, to provide some value to our members through online uh, webinars that we did and we did an online conference in, in 20, uh, 2021 um, and so it, it all it all worked out pretty well i think for us and we certainly learned a lot of good lessons
1: well and let's let's get into those i mean what are some of the yeah. ways that you think sort of professional development and, and even relationship development have, have evolved uh, over the course of the pandemic like how, how can we start thinking about professional development differently now?
2: So uh, I think there's probably a a couple of ways to to look at it. Um, Certainly, uh, we've been used to primarily face-to-face interactions with each other. And and some of us who are, uh, let's just say, maybe an older generation who haven't necessarily grown up with technology in our hands as the younger generation has, you know, I think there might have been a little bit of reluctance, a little bit of apprehension about transitioning to um, uh, predominantly online engagement. But once everybody kind of got over the newness of Zoom and Microsoft Teams and mm-hmm. some of these other uh, uh, web conferencing applications, um, it, it, it became sort of second nature for us to just hop on a call and uh, hop on a webinar and, or, or hop on a, a video call with people all over the, the country or in, and even all over the world. And so it's, it, it, it's, it's given us a new set of tools and a recognition that those tools can be used to, to leverage talent and ideas uh, from, a, from a much broader population than maybe we had before it 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 seemed hard to do that but now it's easy you and i can get on a call and you and i can share ideas and you're in toronto and i'm in austin Mm -hmm. right and it's no big deal um and i i think overcoming that uh, initial apprehension or reluctance about the reticence about using these technologies now has opened up a whole new world of possibility for us and so i think that's one thing is that is that is that we now recognize that we can very easily um, uh, connect and collaborate and coordinate uh, programming across a much broader area uh, with with much more depth. And I think that's I think that's a really important change uh, for all of us. Um, it also, uh, and I can I can tell you this from experience here at Austin, and I think this is true across uh, you know our the departments that our colleagues are in around the country. Um, Using technology has opened up um, opportunities for us to engage a, to engage a much broader uh, population of potential students. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've been able to do corporate education projects where we engage people from all across the state of Texas in uh, in the classes together. Um, we've uh, we in our lifelong learning classes, and uh, we now have students from all over the country who participate in. You know, fun classes like acting and drama, you know, drama classes and things like that. And so I I think we also learned that these technologies uh, not only help us to connect and collaborate and coordinate together, but also help us to um, engage with a much broader uh, potential student population. And so both of those things, I think, are really uh, uh, good things that have come out of the last couple of years.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I was going to ask you actually how some of this stuff was relating to, to the work that you were doing day to day in the college as well, because it oh. it does. I mean, it's, yes. it is amazing how transformational the last few years have been to how open oh. we are to doing calls and, you know, uh-huh. to doing true collaboration at a distance. That's, um, that's right. So one thing I'm curious about, because I know that in the past few years, uh, the association has really worked to expand a, a regional strategy. Um, so for those of you who, who are potentially new to to the association, and maybe this is where we should have started. Uh, for those of you who, who are familiar with NCCET, um, it's right. the National Council for Continuing Education and Training. And, and the association has been a partner of the evolution for, I want to say, three or four right. years now. Um, That's right. And so... You know we're we're really passionate about the work this group does, and, and it's largely mm-hmm. representing sort of I'd say uh, sort of mid sized regional institutions and community colleges across the United States in in helping them scale and expand their continuing education and workforce ed- education work. Um, is that would that be about how you encapsulate it, Don? Or is that, am I missing uh, an element?
2: I think that's right. You just cut out just just a little bit right at the end, but I but I think I think you captured it. <laughs> um, we, but, but here's the thing. And, 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 I, you know, I do. So what sort of started this uh, idea of creating a regional structure, um, was, was a way for us to, um, uh, better localize some of the, uh, collaboration opportunities, the, the training opportunities that could be, uh, shared across our member colleges. Um, it, it, it here in Texas for example uh, we may have certain industries that are ascendant and important to our state economy here but it's not the same in, in another state and so uh, by adopting a regional approach and, and by the way we, we divided the the country up into 11 regions so we have uh, we have uh, uh, individuals who are serving in, uh, regional director roles and area manager roles underneath that inside of all 11 of these regions. And so it gives us a way of of, of, of a structured way of collecting uh, best practice uh, stories from our member colleges. From It gives us a way to stay engaged more closely with our colleges on things that are important to them in their specific region of the country, because there are some differences, right? And mm-hmm. so that has been really helpful to us. And then Another thing that I, I think, and, and, and I think one of the things we, we probably will talk about a little bit here is, is what does the future look like for NCCET, right? And, and what are we really working on uh, during this, this period? And it it's expanding our membership. So, yes, a lot of our member colleges right now tend to be uh, mid and large size um, colleges that have CE continuing education divisions are. Uh, in some places, they're called adult education, or they're called workforce development, mm-hmm. or economic development. There's different names, but these are our these are our um, our departments and divisions around the country that deliver non-credit. Uh, certificate and certification programs and a whole range of things that deliver um, adult basic education programming in a whole range of different ways uh, that deliver lifelong learning uh, in a whole range of different things, fun classes too. So mm-hmm. there's there's all of these different aspects to the, to the non-credit uh, education work that's being done by these departments around the country and not the least of which is the corporate education, the corporate training that's happening. So we're the divisions in these colleges that 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 engage with literally the whole community. Those that are that are not necessarily ready to go to college yet and, and need some adult basic education uh, uh, work before they move into a vocational uh, skill or vocational training program, or individuals who are out in industry who who are looking to reskill, or their their employer is hoping to is wanting to upskill. Uh, uh, their employees to meet new demands in the workplace. So we've got this whole broad range of folks that we engage with. So one thing that we're looking to do over the coming uh, year is really expand our membership base to include Uh, not just traditional continuing, I'm using that term traditional, right? (laughs) Those uh, traditional continuing (laughs) education departments, but also, you know, corporate education departments, lifelong learning departments, adult education departments, um, that whole range within the colleges. But in addition to that, and this is true everywhere you go in the country, um, the work that we do in corporate education and continuing education Um, is particularly focused on preparing people to enter the workforce or to grow inside of the workforce. And so we're a key player in in every community in the country in economic development and in Mm -hmm. community development. And so one of the things that we are hoping to do is expand our membership beyond uh, just our colleges and, and even some universities expand that to include workforce development professionals who are uh, working in um, economic development and community development in the states and in the and in the uh, and in the local communities all around the country, like workforce so we
1: boards, employment boards, that, those kinds of groups.
2: Exactly, and chambers, cool. yeah, uh, associations, business associations, and chambers, uh, those kinds of things, because. Um, their voice is important in the work that we do. Uh, a lot of us have industry advisory councils and all sorts of things, but it's important for us to have their voice in the work that we do, because that's how we that's how we develop the programs that help to meet their needs. But it's also, I think, important for them to 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 have our voice in the work that they're doing and be able to to hear about best practices that are going on around the country, to hear about uh, corporate education programs that are that are meeting. Uh, the needs of large corporations and small corporations. And uh, so I, I, I'm hopeful that uh, one of the things that we really see uh, over the coming year, and you'll see this in Nashville in our, in our conference coming up in, in late February and early March, is that is that we have not just college people there, but we also have these economic development and community development people there and, and business association people there. So that's one thing. Um, and then you know another thing that we're really, uh, wanting to do as well is is increase the, the programming that we offer throughout the year, so the the annual conference is a great place to come and connect and uh, really hear about some of those best practices and and identify some of the ways in which um, you know our members our member colleges can go back home and and really grow the work that they're doing, uh, but throughout the year and particularly through our regional structure, we want to be uh, able to provide some. Uh, interim webinar series and various other things that help to uh, to to capture the the good work that's going on all over the country um, so that's a, that's another thing that we're really looking at in the in the coming year and then I, I think it it almost goes without saying um, foundation foundational for the work that we're doing across our member colleges and for the association in general is, is developing partnerships um, you know our the work that we do, and 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 I really want to pull from what we heard from our chancellor here at Austin Community College at, at the at the NCCET conference here in Austin, um, and you know, and he also serves as the American Association of uh, Community Colleges uh, chair, board chair, mm-hmm. and he came and he talked to us about the mission critical role that continuing education plays in the college and in the community we serve. And so as we think about um, being mission critical for our uh, colleges that, that, we, that where we are and, the, and the, the communities where we serve, it's about how do we support building people, building partnerships, um, building programs that um, support our adult learners, that support our businesses, that support little kids, that support big kids right mm-hmm. across the whole spectrum it really comes down to that and key for us in, in, is partnership whether it's a partnership with a business and uh, or, or whether it's a partnership with another college across the state or across the country uh, whether it's a you know a partnership with a, a school district to leverage uh, their facilities uh, in the evenings in the neighborhoods to teach it's about partnership and so for us this idea of Um, You know, really living up to the the mission critical role that that we have in our communities and in our colleges. It's about building those uh, uh, partnerships, it's about building programs, it's about building uh, people um, uh, that uh, can be successful
1: absolutely and, and for anyone who is interested in uh in hearing more about that that mission critical role of, of, of mm-hmm. continuing education um mm-hmm. Richard Rhodes followed up on that keynote address with an interview uh published to the evolution uh so mm-hmm. if you visit uh evolution with 3 uh and search Richard Rhodes um you'll you'll find that piece and and it really is it, it's a fascinating take on on what the role of the community college is as, as we evolve into mm-hmm. sort of a I'm not going to call it a post-degree society, but a society where lifelong learning is an increasing imperative. Um, And his, his perspectives on, on how continuing ed can play a larger uh, role and take more responsibility is, is really, it's a, it's a fascinating read. So I'd, I'd highly recommend checking that out. Now, Don, you've, You've given us a, a bit of a taste into some of the long-term vision for for where NCC uh, NCCET is going. What are some of the goals that you have uh, for the next year? I mean, what are some of the things that that folks can start to expect uh, from the association?
2: Um, so we're we're excited. This is this is kind of an interesting uh, time for us. We're we're excited to uh, be working on rolling out a new uh, brand for uh, the association. So we're going to be updating. Uh, what you see on the site and some of the communications that come from us, and um, the whole idea is to to really um, I- expand our, our opportunities to engage and and educate our our membership. So we're going to be doing a lot of those things, particularly leading up to uh, the conference. Uh, we are also planning to do a series of webinars um, on various topics that we think would be of interest to those that uh, maybe. Uh, are going to be attending our conference in, in, in Nashville. So we're going to be doing that over the, several, the next several months. Uh, our hope is to do a, a different to cover a different topic at least once a month uh, over the coming five or six months. Um, so we'll see that uh, coming up. And then I, I think you're going to uh, also see from, from us um, a, a real focus on on how, uh, across our membership uh, you can leverage best practices and uh, and and adopt best practices that are happening in different places around the country in different situations and ha- how those things can be integrated into the actual operations of our member colleges so it's it, it's more than just here's a, a white paper on this this is it, it's it's about really working to drive connection and collaboration across our, our membership so, You'll see a new brand, you'll see, uh, uh, you know, a webinar series on some different topics that are, uh, I think, of interest and going to be explored in depth in the, in the, in the conference in, in Nashville that's coming up. And then you're going to see some uh, a real push to, to try to connect and collaborate across our member colleges, because that's that's important. There's so much good work that's happening across the country. And uh, not only do we need to know about it, but we need to know how to implement it. Uh, at our own colleges.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, for anyone uh, who's interested in learning more about the association or, you know, and I'd highly recommend that that folks get involved, uh, you can visit evolution, again, with 3 com slash NCCET, uh, or mm-hmm. certainly visit the, the NCCET website, uh, which is NCCET.org. Um, That's right. Now, uh, you've got Nashville coming up uh, in, a, in mm-hmm. a few months. Oh, my God, in a few months' time now. That's scary. <laughs> know, um, get ready.
2: Get ready. <laughs> and, and, it, and by the way, it is a fantastic venue. I can't wait to to, to see you there. Uh, we uh, Those of us, the we tried to, prior to the pandemic, we always tried to, uh, during our mid-year uh, uh uh, quarterly board meeting we tried to, to go to the location where we were going to be at the next conference and so we were all in nashville uh about a month ago oh, and awesome. the, the 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 venue is spectacular it's right across from the country music hall of fame it's right next to uh, a couple of the the sports stadiums and there's a lot of uh uh, there there are uh, uh, music acts and all kinds of things that are going on. It's in the middle of everything in downtown Nashville. It's just it's spectacular.
1: Absolutely. And that's going to be um, at, the, at the end of uh, February and March 2023. Right. That'll run from February 28th to March 3rd. Uh, so do that's visit correct. nccet.org to check them out. That's now, right. Don... I think folks are, are increasingly starting to travel more and more. Um, and although we, we were just recently in Austin uh, for the conference, I know folks will be in Austin, in and out of Austin over the next few months as well. Do you have any sort of favorite spots or restaurant recommendations? If folks find themselves in Austin, where should they go?
2: Um, I, I'm a fifth generation Texan. And uh, so I'm a bit partial to, to barbecue. And one of the finest barbecue uh, joints in all of Texas is right here. We've got, we've got a location right here in Austin. It's called Cooper's. Uh, you, it's just it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, I would go there for, for barbecue. It, it's, it's, it's Texan through and through, and it's some of the best you'll find anywhere in the state.
1: Well, there you go. If anyone was expecting Don to say uh, Franklin's, uh, you might have you <laughs> just learned something new and interesting, just like me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can tell you that the, the original Cooper's is out in Lano, which is just it's northwest of Austin, about an hour, uh, hour, hour and a half. Um, and it is, it, it's, it is just unbelievable. And they've opened a location downtown in Austin. And uh, it is every bit as good as the, as at the original location. And there's a bit of the line at Cooper's. It's not quite the line that you see at Franklin's. And I think that it's better barbecue. you're gonna get me you're gonna get me in trouble i mean i I would
1: you still you didn't didn't say that texas barbecue is garbage and you should get fish so you know from that perspective i I think you're still doing okay Uh, i'm doing
2: okay barbecue is a big deal around
1: here (laughs) don it's been an absolute pleasure man hey i'll I'll look forward to seeing you in tennessee and and you know once again I, i so appreciate you taking the time out
2: Oh sure, absolutely. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again very soon.
0: This episode is brought to you by Modern Campus in partnership with The Evolution. Modern Campus empowers higher ed institutions to thrive when radical change is required to deal with lower student enrollments and revenue, rising costs, crushing student debt, and even school closures. Powered by the industry's only student-first Modern Learner engagement platform, Modern Campus supports every corner of the modern institution, from continuing and workforce education to student affairs to the registrar's office to marketing and IT. To find out more on how you can transform your institution to meet the needs of the modern learner, visit moderncampus.com. That's moderncampus.com.